0: What up everybody, I want to welcome y'all back to the Socks and Sandals Podcast where society, culture, history, and religion collide and where we unapologetically discuss our world views. My name is Emmanuel Williams. You can reach out to me on Instagram, Emmanuel Since 85. The show page is at SXSNDLS on Instagram and the same for Twitter at SXSNDLS. So, in this week's episode flying solo um, i'm going to speak on a topic and i'm gonna break this up into a couple of parts um, i'm gonna do like joe button i'm gonna name this podcast later uh, nah but i'm ai uh, I don't know what title i'm gonna go with just yet as i'm recording it um i have kind of two titles in mind uh to give you a frame of reference so one of the titles is when my church clothes don't fit or the second title uh, could possibly be could possibly be uh, the unchurchables. So we'll see. By the time I put this out, I'll, I'll pick a name. But um, basically, this is just like a really a, a personal story and just a journey that I've been on for the past couple of years. Um, you know, kind of having these feelings that I've been feeling about. You know Church And my role in it Or part of it Or lack thereof Um, But Essentially I just want to share my heart about First and foremost You know my faith in in Yeshua The Messiah A.K.A. Jesus Christ And My thoughts about how I view The functionality and culture uh, Of church Especially Church on a Sunday um, But also you know, it starts at, it starts from church on a Sunday and then it, you know, it flows into the week and your weekly activities and so on and so forth. So first things first, I want to give you an idea of what led to my questioning. Um, and so it really, the thing that triggered it was Mike Brown, um, you know the the mike brown case was what really jumped things off for me and had me questioning things so you know with the honestly with the killing of mike brown initially i was very apathetic to the case you know to say the least um you know i've seen people reposting it it's going viral and i'm seeing people you know locally in my city in portland oregon reposting and i'm thinking of you know Why is this even going viral? Like, how did this happen? Like, you guys don't even know this person. There's so many killings that go on all over the country. People get killed killed in Portland or get shot in Portland. You don't say anything about it, but some dude from Missouri that you that you know nothing of, you just repost and all these people's like, what what's going on? And I'm and I was so apathetic to the point where you know I'm that guy that went to some website to get statistics on Chicago and say, look. 600 people got killed in chicago last year you know and y'all don't say nothing about that but this one dude get killed yeah by police officer but you don't even know him and you report you know so i was i was super apathetic um but then after a while you know you kind of dig into the case because it's so in front of your face um and you and then i i start to see like all right this is really messed up i mean this kid is He's 18 years old, you know, just graduated high school, and he gets gunned down in the middle of the street by a grown man, by a police officer, someone who's supposed to serve and protect. And, he, and the police officer telling, telling the story where, where he's lying, obviously, and he's saying that, oh, this guy attacked me, and he's treating this 18-year-old kid as if he's some monster just because he's big you know just because he's 6'2 and 200 and something pounds oh he's some monster and I was scared for my life like get out of here dude he's 18 he's unarmed and you're making mistakes so we all all know the case right so you know I'm seeing that and then I'm you know I'm seeing the riots and and I, I felt all that you know I felt that that anger not as much as they did obviously the people that were living there um but you know I felt that anger I felt that that anguish that that sadness, that sense of hopelessness, uh, that sense of being unheard, unwanted, um, all of that. And, and honestly, I was, I was, I was ready. I was ready to hop a flight. I was ready to go down there and be on the front lines and stand in solidarity, solidarity with my brothers and sisters. And, you know, March, pray, chant, cry do whatever you know whatever was going down i wanted to be a part of all of that you know but i, I if i wasn't married and, and w- with children i i might have i might have actually done it i might have been that zealous to do it but you know who knows shoulda coulda would have, right so um so yeah so there was that okay and then so after all that popped off you know, I was just eagerly awaiting some move, some voice from the church, you know, at large, whether it was my church or someone else, like some, some voice from Christianity, some move of solidarity from the church at large, some type of stance against police brutality and injustice from, you know, the people of faith. And now, Just because I didn't see it, doesn't mean that it wasn't happening. Maybe I wasn't looking in the right places. Um, But I say that to say, I didn't see it. Um, And I I was pretty disappointed in it because, I don't know, at that time with the Mike Brown, and when things were just going viral, you know, it was just like, all right, something's really going on. Not to say that these police killings of unarmed, black men and women didn't happen already and haven't happened since the beginning of America. Um, But now that there is so much video and smartphones, we can capture it all and everyone can see it and share it all at the same time. We're all connected. So, you know, so there was a Mike Brown. I didn't hear anything uh, from the church. I didn't, I I didn't see a big move from my people, you know, um, as far as people of faith. Um, then there was Freddie Gray and, you know, Baltimore. Um, and then there was Eric Garner in New York, Tamir Rice in Ohio. Um, uh, I forgot the guy's name in South Carolina, but there's all that. All the stuff is going viral, you know, and it's just, it's distressing. Like, man, what is going on? And why is no one saying anything? And, And there wasn't an outpouring of of dialogue from the church at large with these situations. Once again, I could have been looking in the wrong places. I may not have been looking hard enough, but I was looking for a wave of compassion, a wave of some type of fight for injustice. Um, But I wasn't seeing it and I wasn't hearing it. Um, and then, you know, time went on and, and more recently then there's, there's Alton Sterling. And then that just seeing that video just rocked me. I'm like, man, what is really going on? And then the one that shook me the most was Philando Castile. I mean, literally, um, that was like that. I didn't watch the whole video. I just seen like little parts of the aftermath. I just, because I couldn't keep watching these killings. Um, I really didn't want to watch Alton, man. Like that, that that was rough. Like I, when that just replays in my mind, it's just, it's terrible, man. But I, I couldn't watch the whole thing of Philando. But, you know, obviously, you see what happened, you see it being passed around on social media. And,. That one is the one that really got me just shook up and scared, like literally like driving down MLK. One day I was I was thinking about spitting my gum out the window, but then I had to think twice because I was like, wait, if I spit my gum out the window and the police see me because the police are always driving up and down MLK, they might try to pull me over for littering or just pull me over to harass me. Cause I see a black man driving down the street spitting his gum out the window. Then if I get pulled over, they're going to ask me for my license and registration. And then when i reach for my license, I might get shot and get killed on MLK like that. Things like that will cross my mind. Um, Because Philando, he, he had a, he had a gun license. Like he was licensed to carry. All he did was reach for his wallet in his car there was no altercation whatsoever and he got killed so i'm like man i don't even have to be in an altercation i don't have to be doing anything suspicious at any time just driving while black can be a death sentence from a trigger happy fearful racist cop right so so all this stuff is going on and I'm like, man, what's the church doing? You know, where are we at? We just going, we just going to talk about season harvest breakthrough still. Really? Um, we just going to talk about this world is going to hell and, Everybody need Jesus that is that all we gonna say Are we just going to pray That's it Is Is that all we gonna do you know So I was wanting more I was wanting To see our leaders come together And take a stronger stance as opposed to just Making a statement or talking about What's going on on Sunday, but like making a statement, doing something, leading us in that in the in the direction of truly making a change, having some type of resolution. But I wasn't seeing it. I didn't see it. Um, and I just I just seen more of a divide. You know, I seen. You know, the, especially among European, American, Anglo-Saxon, non-brown people. You know, I'll just say white people I'm trying to stay away from race. If you've heard any of my other podcasts, I'm trying to stay away from race. But the white church, man, just really wait and see with it. Even though you can see all these things that are happening. Oh, well, you know, he was a thug. You shouldn't resist. Oh, well, you know, just wait till all the facts come out, you know. Just like, man, come on now. Really? That's that's what we going to do? And I'm like, man, how is it that these folks can be so just unaware not even unaware just ignorant to what you're watching like how do you have that that level of cognitive dissonance where you can see wrong happening but you're trying to justify it and the only thing i can think of is you're flat out racist and i'm thinking how can these so-called christians have racism so ingrained in them that it overpowers I'm not saying it overpowers the Holy Spirit like. It, but if you have the Holy Spirit in you If Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior If you profess to have faith in Christ And to be a child of God How do you not see this injustice? How does your heart not break Like mine? When you see a 12 year old get killed by a police officer in cold blood, how does your heart not break? You know, Um, and then with that. White pastors, black pastors, like why are you guys not linking up? And fighting this cause together, there is a huge divide, racial divide in America. Obviously, it's been like that for a long time obviously a black president is not going to solve that problem there's a, there's a divide and it's always going to be there however the divide should not be in church there's no reason for a racial divide to be in church but there is And that divide has me rethinking some things I'm like man How can I How can I bring people Into this family They gonna have questions They gonna have mad questions I got questions Bro If they Christians How is they racist And and that's not to say that people are supposed to be perfect and that's not to say that you know things can't go wrong but when it's so widespread and when it's so prevalent and it's so just all right that's just the way things are in the body in the body of christ we're not supposed to be divided we're supposed to be one we're family says neither jew nor greek Nor male nor female Nor Scythian nor nor barbarian Like we are all one in Christ But it's not playing out like that It is not Playing out like that So it's like how can I bring people Into this fold I I get it It's not The the faith Being a follower of, of Yeshua Being a follower of Jesus Is not about race it's not about nationality it's just about having a relationship with god christ came died for our sins became that sacrifice the ultimate sacrifice to bring to bridge the gap between god and man so we can go boldly to the throne by his grace and by his sacrifice And that's that's what it's about. But with that, that is supposed to bring reconciliation and tension to an end or bring tension to an end and reconciliation to not from us to God, but also us as people, no matter what your nationality, no matter what your origin is, your national origin, like whatever your culture is. That's okay. You can have differences. But we're all family now. We're all co-heirs with Christ. But but there's this huge divide. And even not just black and white people, but black churches and white churches. Mexican churches, Asian churches, like no one is coming together. And it's accepted as normal. And I'm like, man, what is going on? Like, I'm not feeling this. I can't just go on with business as usual messages. I can't just go on with business as usual. Programs. Same old topics. Now, the Bible ain't going to change. But for every situation, you can relate certain scriptures to what's going on or certain parts of the gospel to what's going on. But I wasn't seeing it. And because I wasn't seeing it, it was leading me to question. Why am I a part of this? Not the faith, but why am I a part of this Sunday service? Um, why am I a part of this gathering that's not speaking to what's going on in and around me? I hear it on TV. I see it online. I talk about it at work, outside of work with colleagues and coworkers and friends and family. And not to say that church is supposed to be this town hall meeting, but it's not even speaking to the the elephant in the room of what's going on. And it's not, it's not producing results that we have the power to do through the Holy Spirit. No one's exercising that power and using that, for that reason i had questions mad questions so in the next next episode uh, i'm going to delve into you know the questions that i asked and what i had gathered from that questioning um, as far as why things aren't working out and what moves I need to make from these revelations that I'm having. So hope y'all tune in next week. You know what? I know you'll be back. You should be back. It's going to be a three-part series. So part two is coming up next week. Check back in with your boy. Hit me up. Emmanuel since '85 on Instagram at sxsndls on Instagram and Twitter. All right, peace out, y'all.